Blog Talk Radio. We are back with you. I got Lloyd on the other line. Lloyd, you with us here? Yes, sir. We're yes, going to be doing a special, as promised in our previous show, we're going to play the entire Kamala Harris uh, speech that he just get, she just gave because we had some technical issues uh, last time around. So we'll let that run in a special 30-minute edition of of uh, Kamala Harris. Before we uh, just run her speech, Lloyd, a quick, uh, maybe 30 seconds or so, your thoughts. Um, you, you you talk about just in general or, yeah. or in, in regards it, it, to oh well oh my God. To, well yeah well uh, Friday because now we're on uh, Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays during the month of August which is the vacation month even during the coronavirus time will be on Friday uh, I might maybe I might come in but I know uh, 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 Uncle Big Ike then took over the Dawn program and kind of squeeze me out always talking about my forehead um but uh yeah and and we're going to have some special guests on up in the upcoming weeks uh possibly jerry blabbit the gita with the heater the boss with mm-hmm. the hot sauce mm-hmm. and and maybe and maybe academy nominated uh uh actor uh eric roberts might come on so and, that's the, that's and the I heard you, you and I were talking on the phone privately a day or so ago. You said there might be an opportunity, maybe bringing back uh, uh, Ellison again, John Ellison, uh, who wrote. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and John you might Ellison. have the Geeter, the Geeter, and Ellison on the same show. That would be amazing, amazing. So we're going to get. Oh. You know what? That's no. a good idea. Matter of fact, put, uh, for the people that don't know who we're talking about, play a little cut of that uh, before we put on. Uh, sister Camilla, sister girl Camilla, put on a little cut of uh, some kind of wonderful. I think I'll do that because, and you know, we had, for those of you who don't know, we had uh, Ellison, uh, John Ellison on the show, um, what was that, a couple weeks ago, I guess now. Um, mm-hmm. And he, what what a fabulous, he was just, what a wonderful guy. Let's listen to, you, you all know this show. This is, uh, this is, um, this is some kind of of some kind of wonderful as our guest, and he might be coming back on again with Jerry Blavitt, the Gita with the Heater, as Lloyd was just saying. But folks, anyway, this is a special edition. We I don't think we've ever done two shows in one day. I don't think. Anyway. No, we um, haven't. No. 
Oh, we did once. Remember, it didn't come through. We did a couple of Fridays, or I think, I think oh. we did. Lloyd wasn't there. Lloyd, you missed it. We tried to do a show. We had all sorts of technical issues. But anyway, we're done with that. Let's go ahead and get to what we promised you folks we're going to do. Uh, we're going to uh, just play the uh, uh, Camilla Harris uh, speech today, and uh, of course, Joe Biden introducing her. And this is kind of like the first time her formally introducing herself to uh, the American uh, voting public as the VP candidate of this great country of ours. Let's take a listen. Folks, thanks for tuning in again to Coast to Coast. Uninterrupted. Here we go. My fellow Americans, now let me introduce to you, for the first time, your next Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris. Kamala, the floor is yours. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. As I said, Joe, when you called me, I am incredibly honored by this responsibility, and I'm ready to get to work. I am ready to get to work. After the most competitive primary in history, the country received a resounding message that Joe was the person to lead us forward. And Joe, I'm so proud to stand with you. And I do so mindful of all the heroic and ambitious women before me whose sacrifice, determination, and resilience makes my presence here today even possible. This is a moment of real consequence for America. Everything we care about our economy, our health, our children, the kind of country we live in. It's all on the line. We're reeling from the worst public health crisis in a century. The President's mismanagement of the pandemic has plunged us into the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. And we're experiencing a moral reckoning with racism and systemic injustice that has brought a new coalition of conscience to the streets of our country demanding change. America is crying out for leadership. Yet we have a president who cares more about himself than the people who elected him a president who is making every challenge we face even more difficult to solve. But here's the good news. We don't have to accept the failed government of Donald Trump and Mike Pence. In just 83 days, we have a chance to choose a better future for our country. So, Joe, Dr. Biden, thank you for the trust you've placed in me. Jill, I know you will be an incredible first lady. And my husband, Doug, and I are so grateful, grateful to become a part of your extended family. And ever since I received Joe's call, I've been thinking, yes, about the first Biden that I really came to know, and that, of course, is Joe's beloved son, one of his beloved sons, Bo. In the midst of the Great Recession, 
Bo and I spoke on the phone practically every day, sometimes multiple times a day, working together to win back billions of dollars for homeowners from the big banks of the nation that were foreclosing on people's homes. And let me just tell you about Bo Biden. I learned quickly that Bo was the kind of guy who inspired people to be a better version of themselves. He really was the best of us. And when I would ask him, where'd you get that? Where did this come from? He'd always talk about his dad. And I will tell you, the love that they shared was incredible to watch. It was the most beautiful display of the love between a father and a son. And Bo talked about how Joe would spend four hours every day riding the rails back and forth from Wilmington to Washington so he could make breakfast for his kids in the morning and make it home in time to tuck them in bed each night. All of this, so two little boys who had just lost their mom and their sister in a tragic accident would know that the world was still turning. And that's how I came to know Joe. He's someone whose first response when things get tough is never to think about himself, but to care for everyone else. He's someone who never asks, why is this happening to me? And instead asks, what can I do to make life better for you? His empathy, his compassion, his sense of duty to care for others is why I am so proud to be on this ticket. And Joe and I, yes, we are cut from the same cloth. Family is everything to me, too. And I cannot wait for America to get to know my husband, Doug, and our amazing kids, Cole and Ella. Because whether I'm cheering in the bleachers at a swim meet or setting up a college room dorm, or helping my goddaughter prepare for her school debate, or building Legos with my godson, or hugging my two baby nieces, or cooking dinner, Sunday dinner. My family means everything to me. And I've had a lot of titles over my career, and certainly Vice President will be great, but Mamala will always be the one that means the most. And you know, my mother and father, uh, they came from opposite sides of the world to arrive in America, one from mm -hmm. India and the other from Jamaica, in search of a world-class education. But what brought them together was the civil rights movement of the 1960s. And that's how they met as students in the streets of Oakland, marching and shouting for this thing called justice in a struggle that continues today. And I was part of it. My parents would bring me to protests, strapped tightly in my stroller. And my mother, Shamala, raised my sister Maya and me to believe that it was up to us and every generation of Americans to keep on marching. She'd tell us, don't sit around and complain about things, do something. So I did something. I devoted my life to making real the words carved in the United States Supreme Court 
equal justice under law. And 30 years ago, I stood before a judge for the first time, breathed deep, and uttered the phrase that would, that would truly guide my career and the rest of my career, Kamala Harris for the people. The people, that's who I represented as district attorney, fighting on behalf of victims who needed help. The people, that's who I fought for as California's attorney general when I took on transnational criminal organizations who traffic in guns and drugs and human beings. And it's the people who I have fought for as a United States Senator, where I've worked every day to hold Trump officials accountable to the American people. And the people are who Joe and I will fight for every day in the White House. And let me tell you, as somebody who has presented my fair share of arguments in court, the case against Donald Trump and Mike Pence is open and shut. Just look where they've gotten us. More than 16 million out of work. Millions of kids who cannot go back to school. A crisis of poverty, of homelessness, afflicting black, brown, and indigenous people the most. A crisis of hunger, afflicting one in five mothers who have children that are hungry. And tragically, more than 165,000 lives that have been cut short. Many with loved ones who never got the chance to say goodbye. It didn't have to be this way. Six years ago, in fact, we had a different health crisis. It was called Ebola. And we all remember that pandemic. But you know what happened then? Barack Obama and Joe Biden did their job. Only two people in the United States died. Two. That is what's called leadership. But compare that to the moment we find ourselves in now. When other countries are following the science, Trump pushed miracle cures he saw on Fox News. While other countries were flattening the curve, he said the virus would just, poof, go away, quote, like a miracle. So when other countries opened back up for business, what did we do? We had to shut down again. This virus has impacted almost every country. But there's a reason it has hit America worse than any other advanced nation. It's because of Trump's failure to take it seriously from the start. His refusal to get testing up and running, his flip-flopping on social distancing and wearing masks, his delusional belief that he knows better than the experts. All of that is reason, and the reason that an American dies of COVID-19 every 80 seconds. It's why countless businesses have had to mm. shut their doors for good. It's why there is complete chaos over when and how to reopen our schools. Mothers and fathers are confused and uncertain and angry about childcare and the safety of their kids at school, whether they'll be in danger if they go or fall behind if they don't. 
Trump is also the reason millions of Americans are now unemployed. He inherited the longest economic expansion in history from Barack Obama and Joe Biden. And then, like everything else he inherited, he ran it straight into the ground. Because of Trump's failures of leadership, our economy has taken one of the biggest hits out of all the major industrialized nations with an unemployment rate that has tripled as of today. This is what happens when we elect a guy who just isn't up for the job. Our country ends up in tatters, and so does our reputation around the world. But let's be clear, this election isn't just about defeating Donald Trump or Mike Pence. It's about building this country back better. And that's exactly what Joe and I will do. We'll create millions of jobs and fight climate change through a clean energy revolution. Bring back critical supply chains so the future is made in America. Build on the Affordable Care Act so everyone has a peace of mind that comes with health insurance. And finally, offer caregivers the dignity, the respect, and the pay they deserve will protect a woman's right to make her own decisions about her own body, root out systemic racism in our justice system, and pass a new Voting Rights Act, a John Lewis Voting Rights Act, that will ensure every voice is heard and every voice is counted. The civil rights struggle is nothing new to Joe. It's why he got into public service. It's why he helped reauthorize the Voting Rights Act and restore unemployment discrimination and employment discrimination laws. And today, he takes his place in the ongoing story of America's march toward equality and justice as only, as the only, as the only who has served alongside the first black president and has chosen the first black woman as his running mate. But as Joe always points out, this election is about more than politics. It's about who we are as a country. And I'll admit, over the past four years, there have been moments when I have truly worried about our future. But whenever I think that there is a reason for doubt, whenever I've had my own doubts, I think of you, the American people, the doctors and nurses and frontline workers who are risking your lives to save others, the truck drivers and the workers in grocery stores, in factories, in farms, working there, putting your own safety on the line to help us get through this pandemic, the women and students taking to the streets in unprecedented numbers, the dreamers and immigrants who know that families belong together, the LGBTQ Americans who know that love is love, people of every age and color and creed who are finally declaring in one voice that yes, black lives matter. All across this country, a whole new generation of children is growing up hearing the cries for justice and the chance of hope on which I was raised some strapped into strollers of their own. 
And trust me, it's a song you'll never forget. So to everyone keeping up the fight, you are doing something. You are doing something great. You are the heroes of our time. And you are the reason. I know we are going to bring our country closer to realizing its great promise. But to do it, we'll need to work, organize, and vote like never before because we need more than a victory on November 3rd. We need a mandate that proves that the past few years do not represent who we are or who we aspire to be. Joe likes to say that character is on the ballot, and it's true. When he saw what happened in Charlottesville three years ago today, he knew we were in a battle for the soul of our nation. And together with your help, that's a battle we will win. Earlier this year, I said, I'd do whatever Joe asked me to do. And so now I'm asking you to do the same. So visit JoeBiden.com to get involved in this campaign and vote. Because electing Joe Biden is just the start of the work ahead of us. And I couldn't be prouder to be by his side running to represent you, the people. Thank you, and may God bless the United States of America. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, folks, that was Kamala Harris uh, in her, I guess, for lack of a better word, her introductory speech to America on uh, network and cable television uh, this afternoon on August 12, 2020, as she's become the official vice presidential running mate of, of presidential running mate Joe Biden on the uh, Democrat ticket for president of the United States. So um, we have about uh, eight minutes left of the special edition of Coast to Coast live and I know we, we, we interjected our thoughts and opinions during the uh, our earlier show and we promised you we'd run this one uninterrupted so you can really hear the whole message. Uh, now that we have played the whole thing, uh, I invite both our producer Cornell Butler and my co-host Floyd Poker to comment accordingly. Uh, Cornell, are you there? Yes, I'm here. What do you think? I think um, well, I We'll see. You know, only thing I can say is we'll see. A lot of people like to talk, you know. You talk good, but we'll see. Action speaks louder than words. Lloyd? Uh, I second that. This is basically what I had said earlier. Um, the the words, I'm, I'm sorry, what you say? Oh, Nothing. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the the words are glowing. Uh, the the words are good, uh, but there there needs to be some uh, there needs to be some action. And here's the other thing uh, I, I just want to say. It is not just it is not just Trump. It is Trump, the people who follow him, his program policies and procedures. One of the things that I did not that I did not like, I. Well, I shouldn't say I did not. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, she should have spoke more, not just on the virus, which is, which is front and center, but she didn't touch a lot on on these riots. 
the, the, the racial strike that had happened in this country. She yeah. mentioned about what happened in Charlottesville, but she needed to attack. She needed to attack that aggressively. And the thing with the, the stuff that's been happening with, uh, and I don't like using that term systemic racism. She didn't talk about that. And I, I wonder why. I wonder whether or not they'll address that as this whole thing moves forward. Um, and as I said before, the proof's in the pudding. We'll, we'll so let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this earlier during my morning coffee. I looked up at this beautiful blue Los Angeles sky and thought to myself, what would happen? And this is just hypothetical, of course, right? What would happen if we, when addressing political ideologies, addressing you know, our, our life experiences and and outlining various scenarios of what life could be like or is like or has been like for a lot of us without mentioning, without ever mentioning skin color or race. Would racism, without mentioning skin color, right, or, or race, right, would, mm-hmm. would now I'm just putting this out there for, uh, I guess I'm getting a little um, philosophical. And just, just, just go ahead and say what you were going to say. And would, racism, would racism exist if we never addressed it, and I guess it would. There's, here's, here's what I'm saying. Yes, I'm guess it would. It would. Yes, it would. Isn't it a shame that, that we have to look at what somebody can contribute to society, contribute to life, contribute to a job, contribute to, to the world, and when we first look or or introduces that person that the color of their skin or their ethnicity becomes a factor in how we perceive that person being. Isn't that a shame? Of course, we all know it's a shame. Of course, it is. Some people would think, "No, oh, no, you know, they're Jewish. Oh, they're black. Oh, they're they're Indian. Oh, they're poor. Oh, they're we're not. They're suspect. They're, they're they're Latino. You are not as They're they're Asian. They're they're whatever. And isn't it? A, you know, it's just a shame. And I was thinking, I had this idea this morning. I wonder if we can do it. And again, I'm thinking uh, about, and we only have a few minutes. Oh, this is okay. a special edition of Coast to Coast Live, so we can talk about this kind of thing. I'm just thinking out loud right now. No, that's fine. Would that's it be, fine. Would, if we run a program, would, could we run one of our programs, talk about issues, talk about people, talk about what they represent and who they are and what they might contribute without ever, on this show, just one be one program without ever mentioning skin color, race, or ethnicity. Yeah, can we do that? Never, It'll never be in our lifetime. We'll be dead and gone. Can we do it on yeah. the show? Can we do it on the show? I'm, I'm sorry. Just we can do whatever we want to do on the show, Andy. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. I, didn't, I missed that. And, and let, me, let me say it again. I'm sorry. My fault. Let me say it again. Could we on this show, one show, just to say, just to see if we can do it, when talking politics, pers- personalities, people in the news, what's going on in, in society and our environment, surrounding all of our lives and talk about those issues and those people without ever mentioning ethnicity, gender, or skin color. Can we do it? On the show. On the show. On the the Ebony and Ivory show. No, I don't think so. I was getting ready to say I I was thinking, and that's a good question, And and, and I would say I would second what he said, and here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Now, let me ask you something. 
were you being honest? Is this is not a rhetorical question? Where you you wanted you wanted a response or reply to what you just said, right? Yep, I did. What do you think? Wait, wait a minute. You know, before before I before I answer now, you already heard Cornell. What do you think? I think if we in other words, if I said here's a you know John Doe, and this is what he did today, and this is what they said, this is what they stand for, and here's. Here's Jane Doe and who she is and what she stands for, and just talked about what is in the news and what they said and what they did without ever referring to what color their skin is. Sure, we, why couldn't we do that? Why couldn't we do it? Okay, now, now, and what, 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 I think it's politics. That's why. Hold, hold on a minute, Cornell. No, 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 I was getting ready to get to that. Hold, hold on a sec, Cornell. We only got 129. And, and, I, and I'm going to disagree. I'm going to disagree. And I thought that you would say that. And I, and, and, and that's good that you say we, we, this is almost like when, when C was on here. Now, let me say this. We could do that, but we would be disingenuous. And I'll tell you why. We would be. You're right. I agree. We would be. Again, I just... Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. I, I agree with but, you. But, 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 but let me finish explaining for those people that are listening. We would, it would be a lie. Say it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, 51 seconds before we. We're going to go off the air in 40 seconds, but our streaming show, you click the show, is going to continue beyond. So let's continue the conversation. We're going to, we're going to go off Good. the air. Okay. Good. Let's keep talking, though. Let's keep going. Go ahead. Well, okay. Here's the deal. We we would be not disingenuous. It would be insincere, and I'll tell you why. Not and this is not about politics. Let me give you a prime example. Let's say we're sitting here talking about police brutality, and and it's in the news. And let's say if we did not know who George Floyd or or, or or Ms. Aubrey or any of those people were, and we're talking about what the cops did, and we didn't use we didn't use any gender specific, we didn't use any racial specific, don't you think that a couple of people would call and probably want to know what color they are? People were there. Now, 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 there. Now that's that's one example. I'm going to use another example. Let's say with the coronavirus, and and these are examples right now in the news, which is why she, did, which is why I got on her. Wait, wait a minute. No, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use your newfound hero, Camilla. Hey, Lloyd, I'm gonna have you hold that thought. Excuse me, just for one second. Just, if you can hear me, just for one second, hold that thought. Uh, just to say that the only way. The only you don't forget. Yes, we're going to keep going, so don't 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 forget where you just left off. Um, okay. Right now, we are on. The only way somebody's hearing this portion of the show is if they're clicking it at a later date than when we broadcast it live. But we are still on. Uh, you can download this entire show, and if you're listening to this portion of the show, that means you've clicked it uh, after we broadcast live. That's the only way you're hearing this portion of the show, and we appreciate you being here. Please join our show in the future by dialing five one five six zero five nine. Um, 888, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 5 o'clock uh, California time, 8 o'clock Eastern time, uh, and talk with us live on the air. But this is great conversation. Now let's keep the show going just for a little while longer. And boy, okay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but go okay. ahead. No, 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 that's fine, because you had to do the station ID. Okay, use what you just said. 
And I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to ask you, uh, Cornell, you heard a reference to Charlottesville. Both of you heard it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what she meant by Charlottesville? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. To find people on both sides. Find people on both sides. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Hold on a minute. Okay. Do okay. You know, do you know Do you know what she meant by Charlottesville, uh, Cornell? No. There. Now, now wait a minute. I'm gonna explain it to you. There, Andy. That's why I'm talking about this because now, uh, now I'm gonna explain Charlottesville because the people that are listening to us don't want us to be disingenuous. If we're gonna sit here and tell the truth, we need to tell it right. We need to tell it real, 100 percent of the time. And don't be insincere. When she mentioned about, and she did not, and here's the other thing, she didn't have to harp on it. How many people did not, and you listen to her, how many people did not know what her inference, her references to Joe Biden and Charlottesville? It was, it was a race riot where a white woman was run over by a car. Now, check this out. Spike Lee used the actual contents of the movie in Black Clansman. And I know you didn't see that movie. Neither one of you did. No, I've seen it. I've seen it twice. Then, 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 uh, then I'm sorry. You no saw problem. it, but, but, but this, but that's, that, I, that's I, all. I saw it. But so Andy did. Yeah, good. Now, both of you did, and I'm glad that people are listening because at the end of the flick was the real stuff that happened, and he got permission from the family. So, and I just used three real life, real news situations. Did not make them up. And the third one I took from Camille. That's how my mind works. It's sharp. Much, much, as much stuff happens. So mm-hmm. in, in, in response, in reply to your question, see, but hold this, Andy. I'm a, and I'm going to say one other thing. Believe it or not, Andy, people, and people need to know, because the conversations that we have amongst ourselves need mm-hmm. to be had. In a larger, in a larger, uh, 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 they don't just need to be in a vacuum, because the question that you just asked, white people and black people, but in particular white people, they need to know these things because they mm-hmm. go around, they go around in a closet in a vacuum, and say shit like, uh, I, I had no idea. No, 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 no. You chose to have no idea. Like she talked about about her parents grew up during the civil rights. She should have spoke more about that. Just because she was in a stroller, and this is me. Just mm-hmm. because she was in a stroller, being the, but I, you know, that, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean anything. Be, and, and here's the here's here's the other thing. Now now, like I said, I'm not disapproving of her. And notice mm-hmm. during this whole time, I ain't saying nothing about Agent Orange. That's what I True. call. It. I ain't said nothing about it. And so. Uh, again, there needs to be proof in the pudding because all of those things are glowing. But she did not say nothing about uh, uh, those riots. She made inference to the civil rights movement and John Lewis. She didn't say what John Lewis did. A lot of people don't know who John Lewis is. A lot of people, and in particular, we just had Cornell. Didn't he didn't know what what she meant by that? I know, and we, and we we played we played uh, we talked about John Lewis in depth. Uh, it was last week, and we played some speeches in Barack Obama's speech at his service. Uh, we 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 brought that up big time on this show. 
Um, I think it's important to mention as well. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad that you did. I'm glad that yeah. you did because there was a couple comments made to me after people listening, and they thought it was they thought it was great. So I mean, even though we, got, we might do some off we we need to keep and, and truthful. And I'm glad that you asked it. And 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 like I said on the show, and, and I agreed with what Cornell said. Will we ever have – no, I'm going to give you another example. We had Pooh on hand, John Olsen. You played his music. Now, we're just talking about from a music standpoint. And you played music. What? You played blues music. Mm-hmm. How many How many people sitting there figuring, oh, man, white boy playing black music? That's an ignorant statement, but the deal is how many people actually do that when they sit and look at somebody like Boss Skaggs. Eric Clapton, mm-hmm. uh, uh, those people, and, and, and they sit, or Mick Jagger, or B- Bowie. As a matter of fact, I was talking about Bowie. I'm going to say this. Marcel Belcher, who we had on there, he saw an interview that Bowie did before Bowie passed with VH1. Both first thing that came out of Bowie's mouth was, can't you play more more black music, African? They were, they were, man, they were salty. They didn't know how to deal with that. Yeah, mm. So people that are listening need to go to that. They were like, oh, my goodness, and, and, and check something out about black and white. Luther Vandross, big Luther. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Luther sung and helped Bowie write part of Young Americans, and mm-hmm. he sung with him. So, see, that's you just broke up on the slide a little bit. You broke up here, but yeah, I agree. Oh, and you know, this this is the the after show for this. This is not being uh, broadcast on uh, on Block Talk Radio or uh, Apple Podcast or Chrome Podcast or G uh, Google Podcast. This is the after show, and the only way you're listening to this portion of the show is if you clicked the link at a later date than its actual broadcast. So we'll call this the after show. And what you're listening to, folks, is a typical conversation of what we all have. When and we're just on the phone talking to each other coast to coast, which is how the show came to be. When we're just having conversations about what you're hearing right now, yeah, and we yeah, said, you know, you and me talk, right? Yeah, you and me yeah. talking. And yeah, you'd be yeah. surprised now at how many people are probably listening to this, figuring, damn, or or clicking right quick. Bowie, yeah, David Bowie. Yeah, I, I bet yeah. right now. Luther Vandross. I bet right now if we get our stats, which we'll do, we will find that our download and listening stream, our listenership to this portion of the show is, is probably as great or greater than when we broadcast live. Um, that's just the way this, the numbers have been coming in, which is kind of interesting. So we'll call this the after show and something I think we'll do more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we need to do a cup of tea, whatever, whatever their beverage and your beverage. I'm drinking my Kona beer. And, oh, and let's talk about um, – uh, we said this, uh, Cornell, I don't know if you were with us or this portion of the show. Uh, we're doing we, – we're on Friday, but we've invited uh, Big Ike, who's been sitting in the last few Fridays because of oh, his yes. previous commitment. And we've invited Ike. Oh, Ike, Ike is – he's coming back Friday. <laughs> Ike is coming back Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you miss him? You miss him? You I can't get a word in anybody. Like, what do you, mean you miss him? I kind of miss <laughs> Ike because I can't, I can't, I can't really escape this guy, man. You know, I looked on, I looked on a poster the other day. I don't know how, but for some reason, he's on our poster. 
Ike's? <laughs> yes. Ike's on the Coast to Coast poster? Yeah. I don't know Get how he got here. He must have some powerful moves. He knows somebody knows somebody that did it. I, oh, my goodness. Oh, my he goodness. He done took over our what? show on Fridays. Did y'all, you know that? Say that again? He done took over the show on Fridays. Y'all, y'all done set him off. I, I'm going to have to talk to him because I won't be able to keep his mind balanced out now. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take – go ahead. Would you say anything? Any way you can call in Friday or join us even for a few minutes because you don't know what you but you haven't been here. You have no idea what this guy – I'll talk to our listeners too. Tune in Friday, <laughs> the 14th of August to Coast to Coast Live. I'm going to see, see, like, see what I – oh, Lord have mercy. I'm going to see what I can do. <laughs> I'm going to see what I can do because – um, Oh, wait a minute. I'm looking at the poster. Andy, I don't believe this. If, if if the guys from Jim uh, uh, was it uh, the the uh, the distillery makes that expensive whiskey, Jack Daniels, either Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels or Jim, B- yeah, Jack Daniels, I think it is that make Booker's bourbons. You know yes. what he he's sitting. You have to see this. They got Ike. They done drew a caricature of Ike, which is pretty close, with a bo- uh, an expensive bottle of Booker's bourbon. With a couple champagne glasses in front of him, I guess a glass for you and a glass for Cornell and a glass for Amanda. Amanda. I, and I'm like, oh my goodness, with 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 a spliff in his mouth. You don't know what that is. But my thing no. is, Lloyd, I don't yeah, understand I didn't think how, he how did he get it. How did he change our artwork? I don't know how he did that. I don't know who he knows. I don't know how he did it. Sitting up there with a spliff in his mouth. You're telling me now that Ike is on our official Coast to Coast Ebony and Ivory he, show. I, I, I guess it must be for Friday. And, and on the bottom it says the Friday crew. It, it, it must does. be for Friday. Moved me out, then went to Ian Eisenberg. Yeah, I, 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 said that, I said that about you, Ian. Then went to the other Ike, the fake Ike in Seattle, got a spliff, and, and, and talked. He must have talked to people uh, people in the Booker's Bourbon to uh, to uh, to get a bottle of that Booker's Booker's Bourbon and want them to come on. I gotta find this out. I have no. People are probably laughing and doing what? Go looking up Uncle White in Seattle and Booker's Bourbon. You know what? As a matter of fact, I have to call Michael Kemple again and tell him to get our shirts in. But now with this whole thing with Ike and hit fever pitch. Because Romani, Romani Malco, Tijuana Jackson, uh, Prison Logic, been talking about him. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this man and got – he didn't even want to come on in the beginning. He told me some stuff about uh, y'all got some dumb – I can't even pronounce some of the words that he said because he – you know, some dumb radio station. And then the first couple of weeks came back and told me I, that he likes it. He liked that girl Amanda from London. He gonna go over to London real quick on on, on the on the Concord. With his book of bourbon. Money for a Concord. He told me, "Don't worry about it." And he's he's yeah. actually gonna get Andy to fly him. That's what he told me. Oh yeah, my did god! You say something to him. Wait a minute. Did you say something to him about XO Jet? Did I think I did? I think I oh, did. Lord have mercy. I did. Uh, you know Blink what ring. he. It, 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 yeah, a private. Yeah, talk about. He yeah, talking about, he how call, you, yeah, how did you know about Exojet? Of 
court yeah, talking to the people at EXO. See, you laughing. You, you and guess who's going to pay for it? Lloyd, yeah, he, he said he's going to pay for it. Yeah, he, no, no, he, he, I said, no, he didn't say nothing about payment. He said everybody going, it's on him. And I know what that meant. Meaning, in other uh, words, he must have talked to the people at ExoJet, must got some kind of deal going or something. He said, yeah, talking about getting everybody to get, and I just looked at him. And usually when he's talking like that, he didn't, it's real, and he done done something. I've seen pictures of him hanging out with Bernie Mac, George Clooney, M. Night Shyamalan, Bruce Willis. Hey, Lloyd, let's talk yeah. about this a little later. It's 43 seconds to the show, so okay. we'll talk okay. about yeah, well, 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 that's over, on Friday. Icon took over already. <laughs> you talk. <laughs> well, gotta, yeah, that's on uh, Friday. The reason why we are, we are, you know, we're talking about Friday shows because the last few weeks uh, we've been on Fridays. We do this every day. Now it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the month of August, of course. Um, Ike has been sitting in and actually sitting in and Lloyd didn't tell us. We, we chime in the East Coast. This is coast to coast. We chime in the East Coast expecting to get Lloyd. And this guy, Ike, who initially I had no idea who this guy was. And he's sitting in for Lloyd, unbeknownst to me. And he's quite a what can I say? Quite a character. I think that would be understating it. But anyway, and since then he's been on just about every Friday. So we're making an official this Friday. Ike is going to be joining us as an official co-host. Lloyd, I have a request. Are you ready for my request? Okay, I want to hear. All right, couple things. I want you to call in Friday. I'll tell you why. We'll, we'll, I can put Ike on mute. All right. I want to talk to you because you're up on this even more than I, and it's important. A lot of people love it, this conversation. We talk sports occasionally, right? And you talk sports yeah. on WIP 94. We talk sports a lot. Right? Yeah. You're on the Andrew Cataldi yeah. show a lot, right? Brandon right. Graham. Brandon Graham. Philadelphia Eagles, right? 9.5 yeah. sacks, 2017, I think 18, whatever it was. I think 17. Made a yeah. commitment. Double-digit sacks this season. Wait a minute. See now, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't one up me. Where did you see this? A. Okay. B. I'm not finished yet. B. Uh, the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. Right. Uh, no football. I can't believe it. I'm here in L.A. and I live for USC football. The Trojans. Yay. Fight on. Right. Yeah. There is no. Yeah. There's no Stanford. There's no CLA. There's no USC. There's no Nevada. There's no Vegas. There's no Stan. You know, all, nothing happened. But the South, well, well, wait a minute. South wait a minute, right. Alabama, Mississippi, Missouri, they're playing football down yeah, there. Yeah, it, it, it's actually going across the state. And here in Pennsylvania, uh, Philadelphia school system, no fall sports. And in Pennsylvania, the PIAA, no fall sports. And I so, think, Lloyd, uh, my request is if you can take – I know you have these meetings Friday. We don't go into what – because we know you're involved. Lloyd, folks, if you didn't know, is also an actor, and he's got some projects going on. That's his real – gig and he's a great actor he's very talented and friday he gets he's doing a production now and he's busy with that so we have to excuse him on fridays but what i'm going to do is um is ask lloyd to call in friday because there's things in sports that we need to talk about lloyd we need to talk about yeah so, because things have gotten really really bizarre uh um, they have and 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 the people are actually Talking about going to their state representatives to the Capitol and Harrisburg, but all all three states, at least in this area, meaning Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware, have said the same thing. Um, 
and and you already knew that um, Doug Peterson had had uh, had COVID. And, yes. How's he doing, uh, by the way? How's he doing? Do we know? Update real quick. He How's actually, he doing? He hasn't come back yet, but they've been talking to him, and they said he's at this particular point that he's uh, asymptomatic, meaning, in other words, he still has the traits, but he hasn't experienced any decline in his health, but they're still watching him, and they're wondering if he's going to be ready because, actually, since you mentioned that, um, September the 13th, what, what's today's date? The 13th, the, the, the 12th, and in, in, in about a month or 30 days or less, the season yes. is supposed to start. Yeah. Man, we'll see what happens. It's going to be exciting. So, Lloyd, uh, try to call on Friday if you can. If you can't, we'll pick up some sports talk on Monday. But anyway, folks, this is the after show on Coast to Coast. Thank you for clicking the link because that's the only way you've heard this portion of the show. We're not broadcasting live right now. And I want to thank you for if you've listened to this whole portion of the special edition of Coast to Coast Live. We thank you. And I guess, folks, uh, again, we promised that we deliver to you Camille Harris's uh, intro speech. We did that. We invite your emails at the Andy. It's Andy and Lloyd Show at Gmail dot com. And if you want to join us live at any time during our regular broadcast, it's five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. We welcome your contribution, regardless of your political affiliation. We will talk about everything. We respect your opinion and your viewpoint. We won't. We won't. You know, if you disagree with what we're saying, we want to know about it. Um, Andy, don't and, forget and, our Instagram. Don't forget our Instagram at Andy and Lloyd Show. And what's Instagram, our Facebook is at Andy and Lloyd Show, and our face and our Instagram is at the Andy and Lloyd Show. Same thing with the Facebook, coast to coast. Check it All out, right. folks. All right, guys, we're going to go. We're going to see you uh, Friday. Lloyd, we'll see you on Monday, but please call on Friday if you have the opportunity to do so. And, folks, uh, have a good Thursday. We'll talk to you Friday. I'm sure there's going to be a whole lot of news to talk about on Friday. We look forward to it. We look forward to it. <laughs> Thanks for back to the show Friday. Uh-oh. Hold on to your seatbelts. You know, I should say fasten your seatbelts and hold in your seats because Ike's coming back Friday. We'll see you, folks. Take care. Bye.